and welcome to Utterly Geek. I am Darren Bell. I am joined this week by Stephen Petrella. Chris Walzik is waylaid by bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's so getting swole. Steve. He's a swole bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird new pivot for him. Sure, I I encourage any kind of self improvement. Yeah, go for it, man. Go get it. Have fun. But yes, he is waylaid by Jim bullshit. So he will not be joining us this week. But Steve and I are here to batten down the hatches and hold everything accountable for video game news and i i guess other world news too uh we start this week with some sad news stan lee has passed away at 95 mm-hmm. yeah founder of marvel creator of characters such as spider-man iron man thor uh, basically created the marvel universe mm-hmm a creative powerhouse. As soon as I saw the headline, I remembered a couple years ago where that headline also made the rounds. Yeah. But this and time that it's ended real. Up, yeah, but that, that earlier one ended up being like some weird test of how false news can spread across social media really quickly. Yeah. But no, it's it's real this time, and... You know, he lived in 95. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty healthy life. Yeah, and he, he reached out. He touched a lot of people's lives with the characters and worlds that he created. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I will the definitely... Um, I'll especially miss his little cameos in the Marvel movies. They were always fucking good for a chuckle. Oh, yeah. I, I know a lot of people who kind of turned a corner on those. And started to fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah, I never did. No, they're just the right level of corny and dumb. That yeah, I, I think it works in the realm of, of comic books. And, the, I mean, it adds to... Personally, when they start getting more serious, it I don't like them as much. Yeah. Like, I'm more in for the tongue-in-cheek aspect of of superhero movies, but... To each their own on that one, I guess. But yeah, it's a, it's sad news. Now I didn't play Spider Man this year. Did he have a cameo in the game? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. That's fucking perfect. That makes me real happy <laughs> that he got to do that. That's beautiful. And Stanley, you will be sadly missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in happier news today, a surprise trailer dropped for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan. But that trailer makes that movie look so much better than it has any right being. Mm-hmm. That I went from not caring about it at all to kind of like being on board with it. Like, Yeah. Yeah, me too. I had like no, when they were saying they were making it, I was just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Then after seeing that trailer, I was like, "Hey, man, looks like they're they've done a pretty neat little movie." I mean, yeah, trailers sometimes can be deceiving, but this one looks pretty good. Looks pretty funny. The Mister Mime scene in that oh, trailer yeah. is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's absolutely perfect. Did you notice that Mister Mime was sitting in air? Mm-hmm. 
as I start interviewing him, he just crosses his, <laughs> he crosses legs, his like leg. He's sitting on a chair. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's so self aware. Just just that trailer that I hope that permeates through the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I've had multiple people after seeing the trailer ask me if that was real. Like people don't believe that that is a real <laughs> thing that is happening. Yeah. It's it's absolutely shocking. I I love it. It's again, let the stupid come. Mhm. I'm so happy that it's so dumb. Yeah. It looks dumb but in the best ways possible. Like completely self-aware. Yeah, yeah, just aware of what it is. And I actually I really like the computer animation of the Pokemon in that world. Like I think it I think it actually looks really good. And I was that was actually I was surprised by that. That was something where mm-hmm. I was like, I think they're not gonna nail that. But I think they it looks pretty good. So a lot of people are pissed that Pikachu is so fuzzy. Yeah. I mean I guess if you're look but it makes sense in the realm of the real world that he would be a little bit more fuzzy yeah, they're trying to make realistic, quote-unquote, Pokemon <laughs> out of this. So, yeah. of course, Pikachu is going to be like a fuzzy kitten, or a fuzzy mouse, mm-hmm. I should say. I Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. And Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu weirdly works well. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, yeah. I, <laughs> good, good on you. Good on you, Warner Brothers. Good on you, Pokemon Company. <laughs> I, Nintendo has nothing to do with this movie. Just to put that out there for everyone. <laughs> so now would probably be the time to invest in Nintendo because people won't get that. Mm-hmm. And then short sell it. <laughs> uh, in other more upsetting news, current and former employees are suing Riot Games for gender discrimination. Uh, Kotaku is reporting on this. Two employees, one current, one former, are filing a class action lawsuit against Riot Games for gender discrimination and sexual harassment within the workplace. Uh, Earlier in August, Kotaku detailed, had a whole in-depth report regarding Riot Games' internal culture of sexism. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's something that I think it's a good thing that this stuff is, is coming out and that, I mean, it's, it's bad that it's happening, but it's a good thing that this is coming out and they're, you know, they're standing up for themselves now and saying, Hey, this shit's happening here and we need to fucking stop it. You know? So, uh, there seems to be an update to this report. Oh, okay. As of 7.20 Eastern Time, Riot Games issued the following statement to Kotaku. While we do not discuss the details of ongoing litigation, we can say that we take every allegation of this nature seriously and investigate them thoroughly. We remain committed to a deep and comprehensive evaluation of our culture to ensure Riot is a place where all rioters thrive. Yeah, of course, boilerplate. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, it's it sucks that this is happening, but good on them for actually having the wherewithal to bring this to light. Yeah, to bring it to court. Because, I mean, in the end, like gaming is a is is a male dominated like career choice. So you're 
if you're a woman and you're going into these er- work areas, I mean, it's they're male dominated and it's probably very hard for them to find a certain voice and they need to stand up for themselves and say, hey, you know, stop this shit. So, yeah, I think it's it's something that's good and it's something that has it's not I mean, it's been in news that other companies have had issues with this as well. And I think mm-hmm. it's time to like dive deep into it and get it like try to get this shit to stop or at least show what's going on in these male dominated workplaces. I I can even say in my short amount of time that I've been working in the professional world, like I work in engineering and I have certainly seen sexist anti-woman behavior and comments made. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really disheartening. Luckily Mm -hmm. I've, I've changed where I'm working and it's a lot better now, but, (laughs) but that, that permeates a lot of different work cultures and it's absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely disgusting. And good on them for stepping forward. Yes. I don't think there's much else to be said no. there. Oh, the Xbox XO18 convention was happening this past weekend in which Microsoft formally announced that, yes, they have purchased Obsidian and In Exile Studios. And Chris Avalone quickly took to Twitter to tell them to fire all of the management because there are really talented developers who are being stifled by the management at Obsidian. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, that's in, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know a lot about Obsidian and, and how they run, but yeah, that's 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 interesting to me. Yeah, Chris Avalon has been getting out there spitting some yang about that company for a real long time now, <laughs> pretty much since he got out. Yeah. So I can't tell how much of that is legitimate grievances or bitter Chris Avalon. <laughs> it's probably a good mix of the two, yeah. all things considered. I mean, I can I can maybe see, like, it just they do seem like a company that they have like all of these abilities and all of this talent and they've kind of been i don't know not performing in what like i figured that they would have like all these amazing games out by now but they've kind of eh, you know yeah i mean pillars of eternity is fucking awesome and like that's a really creative game but i also feel like there's just obsidian i don't know like that, I don't feel like that game was marketed very well either. It just felt like that mm-hmm. just was pushed out. Here it is. It's this game. Nobody knows what the fuck it is except for super, fucking, <laughs> super yeah, old school just, gamers who want this style of game, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. There's probably some, yeah, but like you said, I think there's, there's the, the like depth of him getting fired and maybe having a little animosity and now seeing that Microsoft is purchasing this company and maybe they're on for bigger, better things. And he's maybe a little salty about that, but who knows? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of his first things was, Hey, you think you're making a good purchase? Look at pillars of eternity too. And how much that sold. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sold like shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I feel like if Microsoft were in the position to then help push that game, it could have gotten better notoriety. Oh, definitely. So I, I I honestly do think this is a mutually beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. If Microsoft steps up to the plate, 
and really supports them as much as they can. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I think it might be one of those things where Microsoft, maybe they saw what Obsidian has, like, planned, and maybe Microsoft was like, we want that shit. We, mm-hmm. we see what you guys are doing right now, and that's something that we were on board with that, and hey, go to town. Because I think, yeah, I think Microsoft just needs, like, creative and kind of new IPs to throw out at people and just... yeah. Like something that's not a Microsoft thing, but it's strictly their release. So I think, yeah, I think it's a good move. And, you know, hopefully Obsidian comes out with some, some good, some good stuff. Well, I just realized a quick search. This means that Microsoft now owns the Wasteland property. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to try to pivot that as their exclusive Fallout competitor. Yeah. Because looking at what's going on with Fallout 76 and people really not being happy with what that is, Microsoft could really swoop in and make something that Fallout fans actually want. Mm -hmm. Just give it to Obsidian's team that made Fallout New Vegas, but make a similar thing in a similar vein, but with a Wasteland license. And it would come full circle. Yeah. Because those are the people who worked on the original Wasteland. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking goofy, right? Like, come on. <laughs> Man. Yeah. As long as they keep making, like, the traditional Wasteland. Wasteland 3 is still coming. Mm-hmm. But I could see them pivoting and doing that. That way we all get, we finally get the next New Vegas that we've always wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I oh, think they, fuck. I think they are looking at, I mean, Obsidian has all of these. They've done KOTOR. They've done, you know, mm-hmm. Fallout. They've done these big MMOs, big open-world games. So I think they probably looked at that and were like, hey, we have something. We have a company now that can compete against Horizon and shit like that, you know, these games that are Red Dead Redemption and all these, like, big yeah. games. You know, they have these competitors to that now so we'll see i'm i'm interested to see what obsidian has in store and what xbox is going to do with it yeah i i'm you know they went on this huge purchasing spree this last year and it feels like they're really gearing up to fill in their games gap that they've had Mm -hmm. this entire cycle yeah so, uh, I don't know how to feel about that, honestly. It it just depends on the quality of games that come out and where they come out. Mm-hmm. If it's all Windows Store bullshit, I will be kind of annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were also out there at XO18 saying, oh, yeah, we definitely need to revamp the Windows Store for PC gaming. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you fucking know, but until you actually do something, I'm not going to trust a goddamn word that you say. Yeah. Like, th- that thing has been garbage for a long time. It's not it's not absolutely terrible, but it could be so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. Curious to see what happens as a result of this. 
uh, Masahiro Sakurai got out there and tweeted to tell everyone, hey, by the way, all of the characters for Smash Brothers DLC have already been selected. They were selected entirely by Nintendo. And then he decides if they can make him into a viable fighter. And then he basically just says, please stop suggesting characters. Yeah. <laughs> just, just stop. <laughs> The cool thing to me about this is the fact that Nintendo selected them this time around. They already have the results of the poll last time for Smash 4. So they know who people actually want. But also coupling it with Nintendo making the selections, in my mind, that leverages potential future releases mm -hmm. and future business partnerships. Yeah. I'm still hanging in there for Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> I would really love to see Banjo-Kazooie, but only time will tell. Yeah. Over the next year, we'll, f we'll figure it out. Oh, let's see here. A couple of quick shot news, not much to talk about. Activision got out there and said, Destiny isn't performing as well as they'd like. Mm-hmm. And then the director for Destiny 2 got out there and said, we're not disappointed with the sales of the Forsaken. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like we have the business side versus the creative side mm -hmm. having differing opinions on what success is. That doesn't shock me. Nope. Not in the least. Not at all. I don't know. I, I kind of had the feeling in the back of my head that I should just go through and tank through Destiny 2. Maybe as a solo experience. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have much interest in it, honestly. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about it, too, since we all bought it. <laughs> we all bought it at your at insistence. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. And then they gave it away for free before they... we even got to play yeah. it. <laughs> so, but yeah. I now have Destiny 2 on my PlayStation 4, which I got for free, and on PC, yeah, which I could have gotten for free. <laughs> the the sad thing about Destiny is that it's not it's not really a bad game. It's just been mishandled so badly that it's just it just takes the the want to play it out of me. Like I'm just like eh. But also at the same time, it's another multiplayer loot grind. Yeah, right. It's basically Diablo first person with guns. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Or an MMO version of Borderlands without any sense of color or humor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, okay, there's nothing wrong with that, but inherently that style of game relies on you playing it cooperatively. Yeah. And getting your fun from playing it with a group of people. So the people who are into Destiny are super into Destiny, and they're having a great time with it as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone like that. Me either. <laughs> but it's it's just funny to me to see this differing of opinion as to their level of success. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of loot grinding games, Path of Exiles coming to PS4. Didn't you put some time into that? I did not put any time into Path of Exile. I think Wally did. Yeah, I don't think he put much. But I did, yeah. It's just weird to see this announced <clears throat> so far after it came out. This is a free-to-play Diablo clone? Yeah. Suddenly being ported to a console? It's just bizarre. Yeah. 
I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That is the one that. Yeah. Wally put put some time into that one. Yeah. It for me, it'll be curious to see if they adopt the Diablo playstyle mm-hmm. because Diablo on consoles is a vastly different machine. Yeah. Than Diablo on PC. So I wonder if they're going to adopt that as like the standard for this style of game. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? A uh, couple of quick shots from Blizzard and BlizzCon follow-ups. There was rumors going around that they were going to announce Diablo 4 at BlizzCon, but then they said they pulled the announcement, but then other developers got out there and said they were never planning to announce it. It wasn't in the state they wanted to. So by all this back and forth, they basically confirmed Diablo 4 is in development. Yeah. That's really all this says to me. And, of course, they're working on multiple mobile games in all of their franchises. Which, again, there's nothing inherently wrong with mobile games. No. Just get your fucking messaging ahead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a couple of funny things came out of it like that with the they, like, kind of threw something at the board. It basically said, hey, people didn't like the idea of a mobile game, but it's still going to do really well. Don't worry, guys. It's still going to fucking crush it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had a bunch of money to sink into Activision stock when they took that huge dip. Oh, God. Yeah. Because that's going to recorrect. Mm-hmm. You know that. That would be great to get in on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, of course they'd be working on mobile games for their other IPs. Oh, yeah. That, Of course they would. Yeah. I mean, look. What that actually looks like, though. Yeah. I mean, just at how well Hearthstone performs as an app on a phone, like, they can do it. They can do it really well, but I'm just, I'm interested to see, like, are they going to fucking do, like, Overwatch or something like that? Uh, it mm. looks like all of their IP, so yeah. Mm. Okay. Give me, give me a, give me a StarCraft tapper. <laughs> And I will play the shit out of that maybe for a day or two. Yeah. I like a good idle game. I'm back to playing Fallout Shelter, and I've been doing that for the greater part of the year. <laughs> I've got 100% happiness, 200 dwellers, and I'm all working on maxing out their stats and getting to level 50. I have run out of quests to do <laughs> in that game. It's it's a good game. Good mobile games can come out of franchises that we love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think and they I trust Blizzard to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think they they can make good mobile games. It's just like we said before, it's all about how they announced it. It mm-hmm. was just a, it was just not well handled. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how it comes out either way. Yeah. I want to know what those mobile games will be. Yeah. Fucking give me a Lost Vikings <laughs> tapper. That'd be great. Uh, last Thursday, arriving to zero fanfare, YouTube showed up unannounced on the Switch. I downloaded it. I logged in, and I am unable to watch any videos. It keeps spitting a dumb error message mm. at me. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but for those of you who have been waiting to have YouTube on your Switch, despite it being on everything else, <laughs> probably also installed on your television. Yep. Congratulations. 
you now have YouTube on your Switch. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Overdue. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, that'll be it for the news, unless I miss something, Steve. There's something you want to bring uh, up last minute. No, not that I know of. All right. That'll kick us over to emails. You can email us at utterlygeek at gmail.com. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K at gmail.com. You send them there. We'll uh, answer them here. You can also watch us live at twitch.tv slash cptwally on Mondays roughly this time. Wait, what is this time? <laughs> like 7.30, 8 o'clock-ish East Coast time. Uh, mm-hmm. We also are on Twitter at Utterly Geek. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-E-E-K on Twitter and Utterly Geek on Instagram at U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-3-3-K. Steve pilots at Instagram. Doing a great job over there. We get any questions there? Uh, no. He did not. I'm checking the comments just to see if there's anything to bring up. <laughs> but no. He didn't get anything. Gotcha. You can reach out to us at any of those locations, and we'll try to get back to you. Um, moving on. I guess that kicks us over to new releases. New releases for your coming week of November 13th through the 19th, 2018. We start with November 13th. We've got a trilogy of releases. Starting with Hitman 2 on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Hitman 2. Looks real fucking good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The SNK 40th Anniversary Collection comes out November 13th on the Switch. And the Spyro Reignited Trilogy lands on PS4 and Xbox One on November 13th. Nice. On Wednesday, November 14th, we have Fallout 76 coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Have fun for everyone out there surviving in that wasteland, I guess. I watched some of that during Extra Life. It moved zero needles for me. Yeah, me too. So it's like, okay. If you're into that style of game, go have fun. Mm -hmm. We also have Underworld Ascendant coming out on PC November 15th. That rings some bells. I don't quite remember what that is. Uh, wrapping out the week on Friday, November 16th, we have Civilization Six on the Switch, as well as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee on the Switch, Friday, November 16th. That'll be it for your releases of the week. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Here at Utterly Geek. See you later.